Live from Don Tibbetts Potter Arena at the campus of Hillsdale College, this is your Hillsdale College basketball. Hello and welcome to Don Tibbetts Potter Arena on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You're listening to Chargers Basketball and this is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski and Today we have your home Hillsdale Charger men's basketball team sitting at 11-4, 6-3 in conference play, just a game out of first place, going against just about the uh, the dead opposite. Uh, Trevecca Nazarene is 4-11, a flip record there, and an astounding 1-7 in conference play. The, uh, the little wrinkle here, however, is that the Chargers are 4-4 four four at home and, of course, at home today. Reagan, what do you think they got to do to get back on track? Well, we were talking a little bit beforehand, Christian, that this is a nice and easy win, hopefully, to get you back on track, something you kind of need to get that confidence back. Uh, looking at Trebekah's lineup, they have three players that are shooting <coughs> Uh, they're scoring double digits a game. The Chargers have one, and that's Pat Cartier. There's no surprise. They're averaging 22 and a half points per game. Everybody else, nine points or less. So what you need to do is kind of get the other guys involved. And, I mean, with the amount that the teams are kind of double-teaming Pat and playing Pat, it's still impressive that he's averaging in double digits and that no one else is. It really is, and I think it's uh, you got a couple things going for you if you're Pat. You're coming off perhaps your best game ever which is a lot to say in his you know incredible career so far however short it may be he's coming off 31 points while not his even his season high he had season high 10 rebounds season high six assists and he was 11 of 15 from the field two of two from three and i think you gotta kind of ride that a little bit and it's the perfect time to ride it because you're going up against a seven footer Right, and Pat, you know, he has this new hairstyle. Uh, He (laughs) shaved his head. It looks like a nice little buzz cut. Also coming up on the one-year anniversary of when Austin Yerian, like, chopped his flow and went with that short hair. So maybe there's going to be something special going with these new hairdos that the Chargers have tonight. I wouldn't be surprised. We're going to take the national anthem here for just a moment. At this time, we ask that you please rise, remove your hats, and face the flag for the presentation of our national anthem.
we are now just moments away from tip tip off here on the campus of Hillsdale College, and we have our starting lineups being announced just now in a new edition. This will be his second collegiate start for the Chargers. Uh, Jack Golke starting in at the three for Hillsdale alongside Kyle Gessler. Cole now, Austin Yerian, and Pat Cartier. No other surprises there. And then for Trebecca, Chris Rogers, Jalen Tharp, Brendan Newton, Josh Price, and C.J. Pena. And it is, I think, just exactly what Reagan talked about. Is you, as bad as the record makes it seem like they are, it is a lot of scoring to stop for Trebecca. Yeah, the, what's going to be key here is probably uh, the defensive set from the Chargers and a great defensive player, an all-conference defensive player that's now out of the starting lineup is Tavon Brown. And we were, talked a little bit to uh, Coach Tharp about this, and he said that this you know, has to do with the rotation and having Peter out. It is sad maybe to see Tavon, a, a player who probably is one of the hardest workers on the team, not out on the court. But hopefully whatever Coach Tharp is seeing with this rotation and maybe, you know, knowing that Tavon is a nice, humble player and can take that bench role, coming off the bench role well, will benefit the Chargers. And that is what Coach Tharp and just about every player on that team said following Jack kind of getting that start was Tavon took it like a champ, the perfect teammate, and was just nothing but supportive. And he did. Uh, you know, suffice it to say, come out and have a great game against Trebekah, grabbed eight boards, had a couple of points, a couple of steals, and, you know, just the same if you, if your coach Tharp, you had any drawbacks about making that decision, Jack Golke went nuclear there, he had seven threes, was nine of 14 from the field, his, uh, he not only uh, was the second highest score in the game, but that was his career high in points, and that that's another guy that you really want to see get rolling, especially talking about, you know, the other guys that need to step up for Hillsdale. Oh, for sure. And imagine how comforting that is maybe as a teammate for the guys that are kind of fighting for the starting role to both have amazing games um, and kind of feed off of each other's energy maybe. But yeah, for sure, I think Jack and Kyle are key parts that you need to get involved with. Uh, you know, maybe Austin is a great passer and maybe looking to pass the ball a little bit more. And so with this talent that he has, maybe he can look for those guys to be open to shoot that long ball. Absolutely. And it really is just all about floor spacing. Tavon, as great a player as he is, was kind of getting dared to shoot that three a lot. And uh, Coach Tharpett said uh, said that it became almost a, a psychological thing, whereas Golke is someone you always got to keep an eye on out behind the arc. Yeah, I mean, when I played basketball back in high school, I was not a big three-point shooter. I still don't think I could get it there, even hence being a college athlete. Um, and it does mean when they start to leave you open, it becomes a psychological thing. Like, oh, you think I can't shoot? Mm-hmm. You're actually right. <laughs> that is, uh, I can echo that in my own experience as well. <laughs> and the tip is one, of course, by uh, the 7-2 Brendan Newton. And Trebek is going to start with the basketball. On the right side of the formation, now works at the top of the key. Pass over on the right side. Back there's Pena, drives into the paint, a kick up. Now in for a floater, nothing doing there. Rebound Jack Golke, all air. Maybe a nice little uh, confidence booster for the Chargers to have an air ball immediately out. Kick to Pat, doesn't want the three, drives into the lane with the right hand, got it to go. He is just a video game. He made it look like there was nobody in front of him when very well we can see that there are two or three guys in his way. One of them being 
two, it still amazes me. Here goes Price into the lane for two. No good. That was Rogers off the glass. Golke, another rebound, finds Kyle. Top of the key, there's Austin. He wants a three ball. No good side of the rim. That's going to be a team rebound to Trevecca. You know, I think the Chargers, we're early in the game, but something that I was thinking about before the game, that they do have to be patient and wait for that best shot. Maybe that first shot that's wide open, that three-point shot from Austin Urian, isn't going to always be your best shot. Chandler White into the ball game for Trevecca. Rather, uh, Elon Smallwood, their leading assist man, averaging four a game. Here's Pena. He wants a three ball. That's tipped by Yarian. A block. And guess what? Another board from Golke. And off there's KG. Left wing three. Got it. All nylon from the left wing. He is a sharp shooter who has come in to play and, and come in clutch in those key moments. Even just early in the game, there are those clutch moments where you need that three points. Off to a great start so far. One of one from the field. Here's Rogers, top of the key. Hand off to Newton. Trying to get it back to Rodgers. He's doubled now to Rodgers in the corner. Working off the screen into the lane. Now a kick out. There's Smallwood. Drives. Good defense from Golke. Nowhere to go with the basketball. Throws it away. And there's Golke with the steal. Great defensive set right there by Golke. Really shutting down his guy. but And also keeping his hands off of him. Being physical without drawing that foul. Cartier wants the three. No good side of the rim. The score remains 5-0 for Hillsdale. Here comes Rodgers on the other end. Newton wants the post-op. Rogers doesn't want him. Tharp inside. Pena wants to go to work on Yarian. Fades away with a hook shot. Got it to go. There was nothing Austin could really do there. I mean, that was great defense. Keeping your hand up, kind of forcing him um, away from the paint, uh, to the top of the paint as much as you could, or top of the key. Good defense, better offense there. Mm. Inside, there's Yarian with a long pass to Golke. Now KG off the screen, pumps the three. Now to Yarian. Pass down low. Cartier loses it and is caught down low with a foul 90 feet from the basket. You know, I hate fouls like that where it really is just like that their momentum is bringing them into the guy and you're really not trying to do anything. I got a foul once because I flipped over a girl trying to deflect a pass. I didn't even see her. She hit me. There was really nothing Pat could have done at all to avoid that foul there. Will token press from the Chargers early. Pena beats it easily. Now there's Smallwood to Rogers. Newton, some good ball movement from Trevecca. Now driving in the paint. A little jump stop. 4-2. There's Smallwood in the paint. And Cartier, you know, leaned in a little bit to help there, but it just wasn't going to be enough to kind of get in his face to stop those two points. Cartier, top of the key. Chargers up 5-4. to four. Kyle tries to get it down to Yarian, and there's going to be a foul on the floor. This can be pushed down low. State Chargers basketball inbound from the baseline. Already we're seeing an aggressive defensive game. You know, we're seeing Pat, uh, you know, there looked like there was a bit of like some falling and Pat began to trip um, at the top of the key when the Chargers were on offense with that seven-footer. Yarian handoff to Golke. Back to Yarian looking for somewhere to go with it. Long pass to Cole. Drives, finds Cartier into the paint with the left hand. That looks just too easy for him. And great pass by Kyle to know that he didn't have the best shot that Pat was going to be able to drive and get it up there better than he could. Rogers into the paint. Now finds Tharp in the corner. Nowhere to go with it. Back to Rogers, top of the key. 
Newton stands with Cartier on him. Smallwood again, Cole defending. Outside there's Payne. He's got a switch. He's got Cole on and wants to go to work. Now gives to Smallwood into the paint. There's a handoff to Rogers. Got it to go for two. Time running out. Had to hoist. And that's one of those shots where they just really get lucky. I mean, it was a great defensive set there. Great footwork by Austin to push him baseline um, and kind of away from his teammates. Kyle to Pat. Long pass. Goalkeep pump fakes the three. Now a handoff to Austin. There's Cole, Kyle, inside Pat. Wants to face up on Newton. Now he goes to work. Spins right hand in and out. No good. It was almost like there was a lid on the top of the basket. I mean, Pat did a ton of work there. It was almost, it felt like 10 seconds of him holding the ball. He deserves that shot. Pena long three, front of the rim. More good defense from Yarian. Long pass ahead. There's Yarian on the other end. A couple of pump fakes. Now he goes up, blocked with it, gets it back. Long pass. There's Kyle from the right wing. No good. Tracking down the offensive rebound is Yarian. Tries to save it. He can't. There's Smallwood with the board. Rogers now is going to pull it back out. Doesn't want that break. Trying to get it inside the Pena. Cartier's on him. He wants an isolation. He's going to go to work. Fades away with one foot off glass. That was a pretty move. And just like we said, Pena, he's that top scorer for the charge or for uh, Trevecca with 20.8 uh, points. The, the Chargers really need to make that adjustment and shut him down early. That's just a tough shot. I mean, the kid's a bucket. <laughs> True. Cole off a screen to Kyle. Golke, long three, no good front of the rim. Rebound Newton. With the score, eight to seven. Trebecca leading with 14 minutes and 20 seconds remaining in that first half. You know, there's been a lot of shots just being missed and bouncing around the rim right here. Absolutely not a whole lot of them bad shots either. <laughs> True. Newton down low, fades away with another hook shot. That's another tough hook shot that the Trebecca just seems, you know, green lighting them. And how do you defend that, Christian? You really, you really yeah. can't. Yeah. Goal key now top of the key. Gives it to Cole. Some actions on the left side of the formation. Now he gives it to Kyle. Off of Cartier screen. Works into the lane. Hesitation. Up and under pass. That's stolen away. That was Pena with the steal. Rogers working off a screen. Now he's got Jack Golkey on him. Down low Pena. He wants to ISO. He's going to face up on Yeri. Now back to the basket. Charge call. Great defense from Yarian. That is great defense. It's something I think we've noted in these six minutes that have been uh, played so far is that maybe Austin hasn't gotten enough recognition um, down the stretch for his uh, defensive abilities. He's playing a great game. Absolutely, and there have been a, a, a couple, we've said it, where it's just been good defense, better offense. There's not a whole mm. lot more that Austin could have done. And we are going to step away here where you have just a quick break. 13-32 remaining. Chargers down 7-10 to visiting Trevecca on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. The United States government and state governments shut down the economy that was the greatest economy in history. There are people who need rescue, people who are working, people who had good jobs. The Hugh Hewitt Show. President-elect Biden also wants a federal minimum wage of $15 an hour. I think that is a mistake. I think it will destroy jobs for high school students. Listen every morning on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. If you're a recent high school or college graduate and still have a passion for the games you played in school, still remember the thrill of putting on the uniform? 
Why don't you help us out and become a registered high school game official? Get out there and give something back to our kids. Visit the MHSA website for more information. There's help wanted. Just whistle. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. And we are back on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski. Charges down 7-10, 13-25 remaining. Joe Reuter into the ball game, down low to Cartier, goes to work with the left hand, got it to go. Well, Cartier being, after the bucket. Yeah, Cartier being double teamed there, you know, kind of falling down, but able to finish to get those two points for the Chargers. Rogers still in the ball game for Trevecca. That's a handoff. There's Josh Price coming off the bench. Back to Rogers. Back to Price. Down low. There's Caleb Terry. Long pass. Looking to go to work. Not a whole lot doing. There's Price into the lane. No good. There's Tavon with the rebound, and that is the benefit of having him come off the bench. Some great defense. And some great height as well. You now also have Noah, Noah Applegate in the game, who adds a little bit of size for the Chargers. There's Cartier. Pump fakes the three. Kick out Kyle. Spinning into the lane. Now he gives it down low to Cartier. He wants to face up. Working on Terry. Spins the basket. No good. Something I'm noticing here is that maybe Coach Tharp might be being out-energized by the Trebekah coach. I just saw him throw up his arms and almost get in Kyle's face <laughs> while he was def- uh, playing offense down there. Playing a little defense from the bench. <laughs> yes. Down low. Oh, man. Left it short on the rim. That was Pat. Rebound to Rogers ahead. They want to push the pace a little bit. Josh Price. Top of the key. He's got Tavon on him. Long pass to Rogers. Now there's Terry. A handoff to Rogers. Pass, a pump fake. Now into the lane, Smallwood. A kick out, Price. Driving, hook shot, no good. I mean, that hook shot is just that go-to move there. Uh, You see Trebekah use it almost every stretch. Reuter doesn't want that three, gives it to Tavon. (coughs) Applegate's going to try it. No good. Off the back iron, and that's going out of bounds. You know, it's 10 to 9 with Trebekah leading. Uh, 11 minutes and 20 seconds remaining in that first period. Six of Charger of the Chargers' nine points have come from Pat Cartier. The other three coming from Kyle. Christian, what are you noticing from the Chargers uh, and why they only have nine points and only two players on the board? I mean, honestly, it's it's what we kind of talked about post-game, is there, or pre-game, rather. Um, they're really only able to play, or not only able, they're able to play Pat with just one guy, so they don't have to double. There's not going to be a lot of passing other open guys, so it's just kind of up to Pat to get his own. And how do you really engage those other players? That's something I kind of think of is, is maybe are, are Pat's teammates a little starstruck by him themselves that they're, they want to give the ball to Pat and that they don't take the shot themselves. I know that's a real thing where you you know that there's a better guy out there to take that shot, so why should I take that shot when I could just dish it to All-American Pat Cartier? Absolutely, and I think that might be an issue is saying, all right, you know, if I'm going to pass up a good shot because I can get it to Pat freaking Cartier, <clears throat> but he hasn't been able to get a whole lot so far. You know, he's got six points, but, you know, the offense really, they should be, you know, crushing Trebekah and uh 
I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot you can do other than just kind of keep running your game plan and hope that, you know, Pat can just really go to work. They've got a couple of seven-footers. Terry is 6'11 off the bench. Wow. And definitely leadership, I think, also plays a role into it. Um, you know, you lose two strong leaders, Connor Hill and Davis Larson. Absolutely. Who's about to step up and, and fill those shoes? And I don't think the Chargers have found that yet. No, and I think, you know, a couple of that is the guards just aren't as creative and aren't, aren't as able to get their own shot the way those guys were. Oh, without a doubt. You know, Connor Hill, he kind of like got in Coach Tharp's face, and they would they would argue with each other. You don't really see anybody doing that um, the way Connor did, and it, it was kind of an odd move, but maybe it created that dynamic that the Chargers needed to be successful. I think you do need that emotional leader sometimes. Here's a steal on the other end, able to get it for two. Hey, I'm surp- I'm, I mean, that ball came all the way down to the baseline before he stopped it. I'm surprised he didn't snap his ankles in two there before <laughs> stopping. He was able to save it. That was Caleb Miguel Williams, rather, converting for two. That's Eric into the game for the Chargers. Little handoff. There goes Applegate to the rim. No good. Ooh, oh, hard fall. You see, it's scary, I think, with guys going up like that and really just banging together. Um... They take those hard falls, I think, kind of almost more than girls do because they get so high up there. Absolutely. Big bodies colliding like that. You really, you know, you're lucky to avoid an injury. The first free throw made by Noah Applegate. He'll return to the line for another that now makes a score 12-10 with Rebecca leading by two with 10.38 remaining in the first period. And got the second one to go as well. 11, yeah, there it is. Uh, a little late to add it to the score. <coughs> yeah, now only behind by one point. I mean, it puts the Chargers in a, maybe a little bit of a role. They needed Applegate to make those easy free throws to kind of get the spark going. He'll come out of the game uh, and put Pat back in. Or Pat's actually, nope, I made a mistake. Pat's still in the game. But Noah will come out. Miguel all backboard with that three. Here comes goalkeeper. They'll dish it inside to Eric. Eric doesn't want it. He'll pass it back out to Cole. Cole trying to get something going. We'll find Eric popping at the top of the key. He'll make that three-pointer, and you can just hear the stadium is electric. Something uh, maybe is about to change with the Chargers now ahead by two. I mean, he doesn't get a whole lot of time. Knock down a three like that, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Trevecca looking to get something going. Kind of bouncing around at the top of the key, just dribbling. Looks like Price will drive in and a whistle will be blown. It looks like it was a block. And that will be on who? 33. So Trevecca will take the ball out of bounds after the the block down low. Rebecca using up time on the clock. They'll get it in under the basket, kind of looking to get something going. Big man taking it up, trying to get a little bucket inside. He'll be unable to do that. Chargers taking it down the floor. The ball now in Cole's hands. He'll drive to the right side, dish it back up to Eric. Hot with that three-pointer, but this one will bounce off the backboard. I mean, he wanted another one. A little heat check there. Why not? Hey, when you make that first one, your confidence kind of goes up, and I can't, I can't blame him that he doesn't want to shoot it. Trevecca kind of bobbling the ball there. They'll drive in to the paint. 
Whistle blown again. Looks like it's going to be a foul on Cole now. They're kind of just a little bit of a slashing there maybe. Didn't want uh, number 11 there, Miguel Williams, to get that easy bucket. I mean, sometimes when you kind of get beat, you got to just give it up. Yeah. I mean, there is a time and a place for a foul. Uh, and there are smart fouls. There are dumb fouls. I mean, I would always err on the side of a, a dumb foul. Why not? <laughs> Trebek up getting the ball back in. They're going to go back over to Newton again. He's going to lose it. Tavon with the breakaway. He'll find himself in the left corner. He'll pass it back out into safe territory with Jack Goldsky. He'll dish it off to Joe. Joe with the missed basket. The rebound now to Trebek as they dribble down the court. Looking to set up a play here. Pat Cartier still out of the game there here for the Chargers. Trevecca, a missed shot, but will get the offensive rebound and put it back up for a three-pointer. Golke with yet another rebound today. That, that had to be a few for him. I mean, he had six in their game in his first start against Tiffin. I really was not expecting a you know repeat performance from him. Tavon Brown will take that long three, something we talked about. Him being open for it nearly misses, and Trevecca will get that rebound. We now have several just... Uh, on a miss shots as the Chargers are looking to get something going. Still leading by two with eight minutes remaining in that first half. Trebekah going back inside. Now have Eric on Newton inside. Trebekah taking it around the paint. They'll drive inside for another two points. Now making it a tie ball game with less than eight minutes remaining in that first half. Those are tough. Working on the screens with the big guy, you know, Newton's not just going to make his presence felt on his own. It's with the screens and working his way into the offense in other ways. Chargers moving it around the key, trying to get something going. Golke takes a beautiful, uh, beautiful jumping two points, putting the Chargers back in front of the Trojans, uh, 16 to 14. He's really developed that part of the game, kind of working off screens and little jumpers. It's not what you expect from just a pure shooter like him. And that little jumper kind of mirrors that of uh, Connor Hill, if you ask me. <laughs> Newton, thinking, perhaps. Yes, Newton dishing it over to the right corner for Trebekka. They'll miss that shadow bounce off of Trebekka's hands, and it'll now be Charger basketball. Chargers, call a timeout. We're going to step away for just a moment. It's Reagan Genschieski alongside Christian Peck Dimmitt on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Stories of America's greatest heroes in their own words. Veterans Chronicles. Listen Saturdays at 8 p.m. on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Every Saturday morning here on Radio Free Hillsdale and every Sunday night, Hometown Heroes brings you an up-close view of history with people who lived it. No matter how big or how small your hometown might be, there are heroes around you. And if we take the time to listen, our veterans have pretty incredible stories to share, powerful reminders of the price that's been paid for our freedom. I'm Paul Leffler, hoping you'll join me for Hometown Heroes, Saturday at 9 a.m. or Sunday at 9 p.m. right here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Chargers just coming out of a timeout here at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. Hillsdale Chargers taking on the Trebekah Nazarene 
Trojans. It's 16 to 14 with seven minutes and 16 seconds remaining in that first tap. Chargers looking to get something going. It just seems like the ball is bouncing in and out of the bucket. Both teams taking a lot of shots, but not coming up with anything. Yeah, really a lot of tough luck misses for the Chargers. And the threes especially have not been going their way. Just two of ten. So Chargers will start out of that timeout with the ball. Passing it around the paint. They'll get it back into Pat Cartier, who, yes, is back in the game. He'll go up for the reverse layup, but he'll be sat down by Caleb Terry. Trebekah now with the ball. They'll dish it back inside. Number 35, Pena, that big guy, is back in the game. He'll take a contested shot, uh, but it'll be brought down by Golki. Chargers back with the ball. Cartier on the left, on the outside wing. He'll pass it around the key to Kyle, who will get it back inside to Pat to pick up another two points. Chargers now ahead by four. That's what the Chargers really got to do. Get the ball movement going. Get their guards to drive into the paint. The dribble drives really have been helping the Chargers all season long. Trevecca playing a little bit of a monkey in the middle in the backcourt before they'll dribble it up and nail a three-point shot. Now just behind by one. You know, the Chargers got to make sure that they don't let these key three-point shots that the Trevecca takes uh, get too much to them. I mean, and that is just, he dribbled right into that. A confident, long three had ice on the way down. Chargers now with the ball. Golki on the right wing. He'll pass it off to Cole, who will dribble to the top of the key and give it to Kyle. They'll shoot it back around the outside to give it to Pat Cartier, who will make that three-point shot. You see the bench coming up and screaming, getting excited, trying to get the energy back in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. He was 2 of 2 against Tiffin. Why not keep that hot streak going? The big guy knocking it down from outside. And he really is just a video game who does it all. He will shoot it from the outside, but he's also going to just drive right by you like you're not even in his way and score those two points. I don't think there's anywhere he just can't score from. <laughs> also true. Terry will go up. Pat keeping his hand straight up. The foul won't be called, but it will be Trebekah's ball down low. few substitutions made here. Cole now will come out of the game as Chuck will come into the game. Uh, Trebekah adding a few players that I almost can't keep track of them as they run out. So we'll call them out as we go. It looks like there's a little confusion with setting up the offense for Trebekah. The ref just trying to give the ball <laughs> off to the Trojans. Just, you know, you don't want that five seconds to start. Just, nah, nah, I'm not ready for the ball yet. Yeah. They're just screaming at each other. Austin will be faked on the pat, on the pump Man. fake, but Pat will be there with hands wide open. But that is going to be not enough for White to drive in and get those two points. Trebekah still holds, or the Chargers still holding on by two points to that lead with five minutes remaining in the first period. I'll tell you what, that's been a couple possessions here that Pat has played great defense off the help side, not on his own guy. And, I mean, just that one's a, an unlucky miss there, or unlucky make there, I guess, for the yeah. Chargers. Trebekah with a foul, though. Give the ball to the Chargers down low. They dish it in. He had Pat Cartier now at the free throw line. He'll go up. And the ball, again, it looks like it looks like the rim almost has a top on it, and that shot that Pat worked so hard for just won't fall. Trebekah now with the ball. They'll pass it around the key once again. Austin Yerian trying not to be duked or, or juked out by that pump fake, but he will be. He'll come down and draw the foul. The Chargers huddling, trying to figure out uh, how they can uh, stop this dynamic Trebekah offense. 
there really are just a lot of scores, you know, especially off the dribble that are giving them trouble right now. Trevecca now time, having time to set up their offense, pointing to each other, kind of like figure something out. The ball inbounds to Terry now at the top of the key. It'll be a screen as they try to drive to the left side, be unsuccessful, met by a, a swarm of chargers. The rebound will go to the Chargers. Cartier with that rebound. They'll pass it up the court to Chuck. Chuck back over to Joe, who will make a fantastic reverse layup. And you can you can hear the crowd, and maybe you can even hear the pom-poms of the cheerleaders here. Uh, as maybe the Charger offense is. That was a, it was a beautiful set there. Moving I mean, pretty fast. We, we've talked about it. It's the ball movement. The Like, when passes have assist right behind them is really when the Chargers offense is going. Moving this basketball is really where the Chargers find, you know, that extra wrinkle, make their offense more dynamic. It's like a no-huddle offense in football. I think when you pass the ball up court, you just can't get that other team to keep up. You kind of, you just hope in that case that you've done a little bit more preseason conditioning um, and that you're a little, I mean, the game is so quick and that you, you're quicker than them. The, the lining back, the suicides are yes. really really helping them right now as much as you probably hate them while you're doing them. I mean, yeah, those are just dreaded. I, I sprinted. I've been injured for the last nine months. I got to sprint, really, and pivot for the first time, moving, oh, kind nice. of adjusting a ball. Yeah. And let me tell you, Christian, I am sore <laughs> and I need an ice bath. And then on top of that, we did a swim workout, so I was aqua jogging. And that's exhausting. So um, it's... I, I, you know, when you, you sprint, it's tiring. But if you do it correctly, you're able to beat your opponent. Absolutely. And, I mean, they're they're running that break real well right now. When, when you got everybody, it's not just, oh, I see a guy get a steal. He's going to take it full court. I'm going to just watch him do that. You run with him. You look for that pass. You know, try to get, get a bucket alongside of him. Coming out of the timeout in the first half, we had four minutes and 20 seconds remaining. Chargers ahead by four points. Trevecca going to have the ball going the other way. Chargers coming out in a full court press here. They'll inbound the ball, inbounds the ball pretty easily as Austin Arian will just kind of play loosely on that press. Joe following the guy up the top to the top of the key. A little bit of token pressure from the Chargers, not really to force them out of anything, but just to make them you know, be a little more uncomfortable starting that offense. And it also helps your defense not be as flat-footed. They'll try to dish it inside there to Pena. He'll lose control of it, and the Chargers will get an easy fast break up where Chuck will take it for two points, now putting the Chargers up 25-19, to 19, just under four minutes remaining. Chucky Buckets pulling out <laughs> a smooth move on the fast break for two. I mean, that was just Kyrie-like the way he crossed him over. <laughs> Trojans trying to answer that beautiful and smooth two points from the Chargers. They're just playing a little bit of what appears to be a little clustered five out. White will drive into the paint. He'll get that two points now, closing the gap a little bit on the Chargers. Chargers with the ball, also passing it right around the key. Pat with the ball up top. He's being guarded by number 35. That's Pena. So it has a little bit of a battle there. Kyle able to get come off the screen by Cartier at the top and name an, and nail down another two points. I mean, the smooth moves are just all out of the bag for the Chargers there. Working off a screen, that's that little old head type pull up for two. Kyle's just a bucket from everywhere. They call him KG for a reason. <laughs> Trojans now with the ball. You have 
Tharp here trying to get something going. He passes it over, gets the handoff, and he'll take a three. It's contested by Chuck. Austin jumping what has to be eight feet in the air to grab that key defensive rebound. He'll dish it off to Kyle, who put it into Joe, who will drive in to the paint. He'll make that shot, but it looks like there might have been a block called before the shot went up. Tharp with his hands on his head, just begging for the official to say that it was a made basket. He'll say no. We now have the whole Chargers offense in disbelief while Trojans Pena is rolling around wrenching in pain on the court. So just a lot going on. I'm a little overstimulated, Christian. <laughs> I mean, Payne is walking over the bench. It looks like he's okay. He is going to walk back to the trainer, so not, you know, going to sit right on the bench like he's fine. Uh, but that's a that's a tough one. I mean, bang, bang. I mean, shot went right up after the foul. There's not a whole lot you can ask for more for an in one. I can kind of see why Coach Tharp's a little mad. Yerian coming out of the game. Tavon coming in as his replacement. There's that big man rotation that we're talking about. Chargers will get the ball out of bounds despite the basket not counting. They'll inbound it to Tavon at the top of the key. He'll pass over to Kyle who will dish it into Pat who makes the... I can't even describe that to you. He, he made it without even looking behind his head. He, it's like that little volleyball tap. The <laughs> yes. little, little set from behind his head. And he knew exactly. That's great just basket awareness and court awareness, knowing where you are at all times and where that basket is. You can't teach that. You, you can't turn the degree of difficulty up any higher than that either. Price getting a little a few taps inside there, but Cartier will keep him from scoring anything there. Chargers now with the ball. They'll pass it over to, on the right side of the court, kind of where they seem to be more comfortable. Chuck going back through driving through the paint. He'll be stuck. Now Trebekah with the ball dribbling down. Williams kind of taking control of this offense here. He'll drive to the left side, but Bill, he'll be stopped by Kyle. Trojans also more comfortable on the left side of the court, which is an interesting area for them. They'll shoot. They'll pass the ball over to Zapul. Nail a three-point shot. It's now 29-24 to 24 with a minute remaining in that first period. Chargers with the lead. I mean, they saw. I guess they saw the ball movement working for the Chargers, and they say we're going to do the exact same. The the classic, like the basketball 101 drive, draw, and kick. Beautiful shot from Zap. That five out, you keep it simple, but it, it works because eventually somebody's going to miss their man or not be able to pick uh, keep up. Especially Char with all of the scores they have. Chargers trying to make the most of the minute left. Kyle will take a three towards the end of the shot clock. He'll miss it a little bit long. Trebekah now with the ball coming back down here. Williams kind of leading the offense. Again, going to that left side. He'll be stopped by Chuck trying to make sure that ball gets away from him. But he'll come back through the middle and score that two points. Now the Trojans only trailing by three points. I mean, that was just a tough bucket. You can't say it any other way than that. The Chargers have had a lot of tough luck misses. The the Trojans, on the other hand, have had a lot of, you know, tough makes where you really, that shot's going in one time out of ten. Another timeout being called here. We only have uh, less than 30 seconds remaining in that first half. Again, 29 to 26. Chargers, you know, having a little bit more luck than... Uh, the Trojans with the basket, but nobody seems to be shooting uh, particularly well this game. No, and I think this is kind of the Tharp special timeout. You, you, mm. you use it or you lose it right at the end of the half, so why not take it? You got one possession left, 29.1, so the shot clock 
just about two seconds away from the game clock. Just run your best play, you know, get one more bucket before half. And looking at the five that are out on the floor right now, Pat with 13 points. The next closest, Kyle with five points. And then falling behind is uh, the other players with just three points. Again, more people need to get involved in this game if the Chargers want to pull out a W against a fairly easy uh, Trojans team. Chargers now with the ball with 22 seconds remaining. Kyle, or Cole, kind of running out that court. He's going to dribble it, maybe cross it over few too many times until maybe his defender loses count. He'll get a screen from Pat. He'll give the handoff to Tavon, who will hand it off to Kyle, and he'll be able to drive right down into the lane. He'll miss that, but Tavon, or Pat will tip it right back in, giving the Chargers two points right before halftime. Chargers leading 31-26. to That's the end of the first period. Interesting first half. I mean, I got to be honest. The Chargers have a lead. That's what you expected. Just about mm. everything else is going not what you expected. And uh, other than perhaps the, uh, the the Tharp special worked out, the timeout before half to give you one last bucket. And then the Chargers special is on right now, and it is half off because we have Pat Cartier 15 points. And guess <laughs> what? No one else is anywhere near. That is uh, just about all the Chargers do, and it's been kind of what we talked about pregame is that's something you got to work on, and there's not really anything you can work on, so to speak, is the other guys just got to make more shots. You got to have Kyle's got five points, do a five, that's all right. You really want Jack to have taken more than two shots in this game. He's a guy that you're trying to work into the offense. Coach Tharp called him a, a prolific scorer, which for, for Coach Tharp is, you know, very like, that's energetic, that's a lot of colorful wording there. And so I think it's someone you want to get more than just two shots in a game which is it's difficult because Trevecca can only really play Pat with one guy it it makes your offense a little less dynamic than what it's used what it's used to yeah we're gonna step away for just a moment while uh halftime is going on I kind of want to see they're doing a little bit of a half-court shot I do want to give my undivided attention to that but it's uh Reagan Genschewski alongside Christian Peck Dimmitt on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM Live from Don Tibbetts Potter Arena at the campus of Hillsdale College, this is your Hillsdale College basketball. Welcome back, Charger fans, to Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. I'm Reagan Genschewski alongside Christian Peck Dimmitt. We're here covering the men's basketball game. It started at 7 o'clock tonight. They're taking on the Trebekah Nazarene Trojans. It's 31 to 26 heading into that second period. The Chargers just edging out the lead, but the stats will show us that it's a much closer game than we thought. Uh, Chargers just edging out the Trojans in almost every category. Um, Field goal uh, percentage, three-point percentage. They're also out-rebounding by just one or two on each side. But points in the paint, the uh, Chargers, the Trojans have us beat by two. Christian, what do the Chargers need to do going into the second half? It'll it'll be interesting because going in, this really wasn't what you're expecting, right? They're one and seven. Mm. Um, we're six and three. We're third in the um, you know in the conference, and I don't think there is a lot you can do other than keep playing your ball because this is just such a big team, and it really is. If you were gonna get beat somewhere, it was gonna be in the paint, but. 
Reagan said it perfectly. You're doing everything right, right? You're shooting better than they are, less turnovers, more assists. You just got to keep playing the way you're playing and hope some of these tough luck misses go your way. And I got to say, Christian, that, you know, every other team in the GMAC, I think, has always kind of had a little bit of resentment for Hillsdale. We kind of know this as athletes. But uh, this week, they gave us access to the Great Midwest Athletic Conference Instagram and told us to take it over. And not one of us has taken it seriously. We've made it some joke or some silly thing. So I think it's just actually, it's just a little something to think about in this game that any team that plays us is like, who are these Chargers? They just are some weird kids. I mean, it, it's the people, right? Some <laughs> of them, some the of these people, people are kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, Coach Tharp was talking about all of these teams, obviously, except for Hillsdale, have D1 transfers. But no one wants to come here because no one's going to transfer to senior year. <laughs> good bucket from Newton. Just, uh, you know, for one last ride on the basketball team. Right. And then have to take, like, great books and chem and stuff. Trojans able to get two points while we were just chatting there now, making it 31-28 to 28 with uh, 19 minutes remaining in that second half. Chargers with the ball, passing it around the paint. Pat Cartier having the ball at the top of the key, but he'll get it knocked out of his hands. It'll be recovered by Golke. Golke able to dish it into Austin Yerian, brought into triple coverage. He'll pass it out to find Golke, or to find Kyle, who will take that shot while trying to get that rebound. Pat knocked down. That'll be a foul on the Trojans. Charger bench kind of clapping at that call that finally uh, they're getting some calls for manhandling uh, Pat. I mean, the, that game against Ashland, our last home game, Coach Tharp called it a bloodbath the way the, uh, you know, the officiating was. And it's, it's not a whole lot better here today. Chargers get the ball down low. Another foul before they dish it. They were about to dish it into Kyle. Another foul we called on the Trojans. That's on the big guy, number 23, Newton. He'll come out of the game. He can't rack up too real fast like that. Terry in for him. Chargers again with the ball down low, out of bounds. Cole passing it into Golke at the top of the key. He'll give it right over to Pat. Big men popping out with the ball. Austin will attempt to drive to the left side. He'll do a nice little spin move, and that ball will just go in and out. Trojans now with the rebound. There's another just tough luck miss. You've said it over and over. They, the, you know, they're taking good shots, but as Coach Tharp says, it's a shot-making sport. You just you want them to drop. Trojans trying to drive to the right side. Cole now, fantastic defense. He'll force his man to have to pass it out. After a missed shot, the Chargers will grab that rebound. Now with the ball at the top of the key. Again, big men popping out. Pat comes around for a fantastic reverse layup, giving the Chargers another two points. Up and under from the big man, and, you know, big men popping out is really what Yarian does well. Like, a face-up center is, you know, you can't ask for a whole lot more as a coach. We did talk about spacing before the game, Christian, being an important aspect. And when Yarian pops out like that, it gives Pat some room to work and gives him um, an opportunity to get two points. Trojans with a missed shot. Chargers having the ball again. Golke will take a three-point shot. He'll nail that down. It's about time, Jack Golke. It's about time. <laughs> I mean, he's just one of these sharpshooters on this team, and that's what Coach Tharp put him in the starting lineup to do. Gun from outside. little pressure from the Chargers as the Trojans dribble up court. A great deflection by Golke will knock it into the hands of Kyle. 
He'll pass it up real fast to Pat, who will find Golke wide open for a three. He'll miss that, though. It'll come up a little bit short. Newton with that rebound, or Terry with that rebound. Trojans now trying to make something happen. Chargers not having to do much on defense as it seems like Rodgers is just kind of going around the top of the key. I mean, yeah, no, second half so far, the, the defense has gotten a lot more physical. And Reagan talked about it. We were getting beat down low in the paint, and that's where the Chargers have stepped up physical down low to start this half. Ball knocked out of bounds by the Chargers. It'll now be Trojans' ball underneath. Phil Ilm inbounds it with uh, ease there to Price. Price trying to get something happening. He'll give it right back over to Pena, who we haven't seen much of in the second period. Now, granted, only three minutes and 30 seconds have gone by. There'll be a foul there on Golki. Trojan's going to get that ball, or going to get to shoot the free throw. That's Pena at the line. I'm, I'm a little surprised they gave that to him in the motion, but mm. I'll tell you what, we talked about early in this game, Austin playing defense, the you know good defense, the Trojans playing better offense. We really haven't seen much since early, or since early in the game. Austin's just been playing better defense than their offense. We talked about Pena, who averages more than 20 points a game. Just a couple of players in the GMAC do that. He's two of six right now from the field. He's got just five points, six points now. Austin has really been stepping up defensively this game. Both free throws will be made by Pena. That'll close the gap a little bit, now making it 36 to 30. Uh, Chargers still with the lead with 16 minutes and 20 seconds remaining. They have the ball uh, down on their side of the court. That's the side uh, closest to us near their bench. Pat will go up. He'll be fouled, but the ref will say that he was fouled before the shot went up. It was beautiful. Tharp stomping his foot down in frustration. He might just throw a chair. He, he might just throw a chair. I, I'd kind of like him to, to see him throw a chair. That's the second one, um, this game, that's been kind of bang, bang, and, you know, gets fouled, shot goes up. And if it's one of those where if you're on the other team, you're like, okay, that's a good call. And if right. you're on the charges, you're like, man, that's that's a pretty terrible call. I think it can go either way. I don't think you can really get that one wrong. Oh, without a doubt. So Chargers will get to take the ball out of bounds down low. They'll inbounds it to Golke, who's able to take a corner shot. That will come up short. Trebekah able to grab that defensive rebound. Rogers kind of hanging out at the top of the key. Tavon with a little bit of help as he'll try to get around a screen. Tavon on Pena. That's a great matchup there. A great defensive player on the top offensive player on the Trojans. Nothing really happening here for the Trojans. Rogers will be forced to drive down the middle and chuck up a shot where Pat will tip it away. Chargers on the fast break. We'll try to get something going, but it's just a miss layup and then a tip after tip. Whistle blown there. Christian, were you able to hear uh, what happened right there? I, I'm actually not. It's, it looks like just a loose ball foul, maybe some frustration. Coach Tharp looks kind of frustrated. You had, you know, two or three shots right at the rim, and you just you really want any of them to go and you know coach Tharp has said all season it's a shot making sport we can run all the plays we want we can get the best shots but if they're not going in they're just not going in Chargers going to call a timeout here possibly in frustration we're going to step away for a minute it's Reagan Genschieski and Christian Peck Dimmitt at the men's basketball game on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM 
is there anything wrong with being a good sport? Helping an opponent up after knocking them down? Sincerely congratulating the other team after the game, win or lose? Showing respect for referees? It's how we should act every day at every game, because nothing beats good sportsmanship. To learn more about sportsmanship, visit the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. We are here in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. I'm Reagan Genschieski alongside Christian Peck Dimmitt. We're at the men's basketball game where the Hillsdale Chargers are taking on the Turbeka Nazarene Trojans. The Chargers still leading by six points despite being ahead in almost every category uh, that the stat book or that the book can keep track of. We got 15 minutes and 37 seconds remaining. What caused this timeout? A bunch of missed layups and missed opportunities by the Chargers on a beautiful fast break they really just need to finish those shots christian absolutely and it's it's a game where you you both feel like you're not up at all because you should be beating this team by a whole lot and at the same time because you're crushing them in a lot of these statistical categories and you're getting good shots it feels like you also are up by a lot more or should be up by a lot more before we went to break there was a interesting foul that neither uh christian and i could kind of like put a name to so we'll give the ball to the trojans by mystery they'll have the ball at the top of the key again trying to make something happen pena will take one dribble to his right he'll miss that ball long right into the hands of pat cartier who will dish it off to Golki. Golki finds joe in the corner will shoot a beautiful three putting the chargers now up by nine i mean it we we talked about it at halftime it's it's kind of a janky looking for him got a little hitch to it but it really is pure for him. He's playing well off the bench this season. He is, and he's one of those key players that's great to get involved, Christian, and make something happen. Kyle playing phenomenal defense here on 25. Josh Price, kind of a key scorer. He'll take the ball right out of his hands as he goes up to jump that shot. Able to get the ball on that break. He'll dish it right off to Kyle, or right off to Joe for a beautiful Three points. That's six points back-to-back from Joe Reuter, putting the Chargers up by 12 with 14 minutes and 39 seconds remaining. I mean, <laughs> Joe's just going at it. I mean, all of a sudden, back-to-back threes. I think he heard me making fun of his form a little bit and said, all right, I'll show you. Yeah, okay, Christian. Look at how I can shoot the ball. Yeah, and that will call a Trojans, uh, cause a Trojans timeout now that Joe is getting hot. And that's getting those guys back involved here in this game. We say Pat Cartier kind of, you know, it's not an exaggeration to say he carries the Chargers 17 points in this game. Everybody else kind of chipping in five points here and there. Joe, eight, Golke, five, and Kyle, five as well. You'd love to see those guys hit double digits. That's when you know the team's going to win. You you really do. And I think if, if nothing else is a better indicator, Pat's outscoring the entire rest of his team <laughs> combined. That is true. Which is insane. And now if if they're to listen to this back, they're going to say, okay, Reagan, like you come and do it yourself. And to that I would say, I'm injured, I can't shoot a basketball. So (laughs) I'll take it up with you once I get cleared. Coming out of the timeout, we got an interesting five on on the floor. Pat kind of walking backwards trying to find out what the score is. We got Pat, Tavon, Joe, Kyle, and Noah on the floor and a little bit of height there they're all pretty tall i know that pat and Tavon both stand at six eight but you can't really tell that maybe joe and kyle 
are a few inches shorter. I mean, Reuter's 6'5", but man, standing next to Davot, he looks a full 6'7", or something. I agree. Trojans with the ball coming out of that timeout. That classic Charger pressure is on them. Just to make them uncomfortable, a great tip by Joe. Have yourself a game, Joe. Don't stop. You got 14 minutes left. Reuter and Golke are not guys you think of when you say, oh, they, they play real good defense, but mm. man... They're playing some lockdown, getting hands in passing lanes all game. It's great when you see a player who isn't just focused on the offensive side of the game. It's easy to think that's the most um, most exciting and, and special part. But when you see a player who specializes in defense, that is, is something special. It and says a lot about that. It really does, and I think it says a lot about Coach Tharp as well because this is obviously one of the best defensive teams in the GMAC. And Coach, you know, obviously he's instilled in these guys, hey, it's not just the pretty making threes and, you know, dunks and stuff. It's you got to lock down defensively too, kind of in the trenches. Trojans playing four men out, one in. That one in is Newton. Pat guarding him, not letting him get very close. He'll set a screen over for... Smallwood Smallwood will not be able to get something going because he'll met, be met by the hands of Pat Cartier. Chargers able to come with, up with the ball after a missed shot. Passing it around the key. We only have Pat Cartier in the game. They try to pass it across the court, but that just goes to show you how tall these guys are. Newton literally just sticks his hand up and bats that ball out of the air. I mean, he didn't have to jump for that one. A contested shot kind of bounced around. The Chargers will get the ball in a fast break and dish it right out to Joe, who will nail another three-pointer. Chargers bench going crazy. What's that dance move called again? The giddy, I think? The gritty. The and gritty. They're, they're hitting it pretty good down there, too. Reuters got three threes down, too. I mean, the man is red hot. Chargers now up by 15 points. It's 45 to 30 with 13 minutes remaining. Trojans kind of trying to make up... Uh, do some damage control here they'll be able to get two points easy in the middle as it looked like Noah Applegate kind of just hung in the air a little bit too long missed jumped or mistimed his jump Chargers with the ball Joe kind of trying something new and coming to the block trying to create some space for Pat up top Noah will take a very contested three point shot he'll make that as well Chargers still up by 15 points Trojans passing the ball as quick as they can down the court, but they'll be met by a Chargers offense that's just as, or Chargers defense that's just as quick. Rogers or Smallwood will drive into the paint, but will come up with nothing. It's going to be a Chargers ball going the other way. Floor is starting to fall out for the Trojans. Leads really starting to balloon up for the Chargers. Applegate sees, you know, his buddy start cannon threes from outside. <laughs> he says, you know, let me have a shot at one, two. Everybody's cannon threes now. And that three-point shot that Noah made <laughs> was not an easy shot, in my opinion. He had a hand right in the face, but he was like, hey, I, I, I can't be outdone by Joe. Kyle with the ball at the top. He'll give it to Joe, who's being defended pretty closely there by what looks like to be Zap. Charger trying to get something going. They'll pass it out to Pat, who's on the side. He'll miss the ball, or he'll mishandle the ball trying to go to his right side they'll call him for a travel pat doesn't agree with that kind of shaking his head hasn't hit the frustrated clap yet so we know things aren't about to get crazy quite yet no no surrender cobra we're not we're not to that point quite yet right 
Trojans now trying to get something going in any way. Williams is able to knock, try to take a shot. It'll be a Chargers ball right there. I have to stop speaking as a Noah Applegate is just hanging on the rim. What is that? Christian, can you just... Oh, he missed a dunk in transition and then still hanging on the rim with one hand. He tried to tip it back in with the other, which is just so illegal. But, oh, man, I've, I've only ever seen that, like, in, in you know, joke videos. That's, <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's, he's hanging up there at 10 feet, which, first off, I could never get that high in the first place. Uh, kind of missed the dunk off the back rim. Says, oh, the ball's right here. I'll try to put it in again. If sometimes you're not thinking about what's illegal and what's not illegal in the moment. Uh, in that botch dunk, we'll kind of take a break and let your brains process what we think just happened. Maybe you can imagine it for yourself. Chargers lead the Trojans 48-32 to 32 with 11 minutes remaining in this second half. I'm Reagan Genschieski here with Christian Peck Dimmitt on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Thanks so much for tuning in. So until next week. Bulletins, the Japanese have attacked Pearl Harbor. But faith is to make radio a power. And a There's nothing new about those either. The first income tax was... Sharp shake, injector razors and blades brings you the Henry Morgan Show. Tune in to When Radio Was. Packed with classic performers, iconic characters, and top-flight storytelling. Weekdays from 10 p.m. to midnight and weekends on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. The benefits of playing multiple sports from the youth level through high school are being proven even by those who've made it to the so-called next level. More college coaches want multi-sport athletes, and nearly 90% of the players taken in the recent pro football draft played multiple sports through high school. To learn more about multi-sport participation, visit the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Perfect timing as that ad comes to an end. The Chargers come out of a timeout. They're leading uh, the Trebekah Trebeca Nazarene Trojans. It's the men's basketball, 48-32 to 32 with 11 minutes and 44 seconds remaining. I'm Reagan Genschieski here with Christian Peck Dimmitt giving you kind of the rundown on Charger basketball. Not sure, I guess, they'll, for what just happened, it was some strange illegal Noah missed this dunk then he tried to tap it back in with his hand and the Trojans basically will get to shoot a free throw because of something wacky happened they'll get that point it's now 48 to 33 Trojans will also get the ball coming out of that timeout they need to get something going Rogers kind of keying this offense here he'll give it over to Pena Pena and Newton both in the game those are some tall and tough guys Austin Yarian was playing some phenomenal defense. He'll get the offensive foul here, or he'll get the, the charge here. Uh, just keeping his feet still as Newton will run right into him. He picked up he picked up a charge against Pena in the first half, and I think he got he got a switch on to Newton and was like, all right, <laughs> I'm a little outmatched. This guy's got like 30 pounds on me, and I think it's six inches, so I'm just gonna try to pull the chair out on him, and it worked for his second charge of the game that whistle there they blew the whistle and then waited about 10 seconds before they told us what it was going to be and then the charger bench just exploded so chargers now with the ball 
Pat out of the game, but Tavon and Austin in along with Cole, Kyle, and Joe. Kyle will go up for the two points. It'll bounce quite literally around the rim before falling out. Rogers keying this offense again. He'll give the ball right back into Newton, who has Austin Yeri on him. Austin Yerian not letting him go anywhere. He'll shoot a contested two points. It will be no good. Chargers able to grab that rebound. Joe with that wide open three-point shot. He's feeling a little bit hot, but that ball will just come a little bit short there, giving the Trojans back the ball. And as I'm speaking, the ball is batted away by a great Chargers defense. Joe able to grab that ball on a fast break will go up. Fouled there by Smallwood. He'll go to the line to shoot two. I mean, couldn't get that three to go. Obviously, a little heat check there for Joe. But he says, all right, you know, you're not going to let me get this three. I'm going to go get two the hard way. Grabs a steal, full court with the ball. He's going to get two free throws out of it. Practicing his what we call somewhat odd form at the line before getting the ball from the referee. Three dribbles. And the shot will be good. Add add on another point for Joe, who might be the highest scorer next to uh, Pat. He's got 12 today. Pat, last time I checked, had 17. And you know what? I... I think this is one of the one of the guys. One mm, of the one of the yes. guys you're looking to to say, all right, you're not you're not a starter, but you're a bit a little bit of a, a role player. Bench scoring has been an issue in a lot of these games for the Chargers. He'll nail down that other point, putting him at 13 points today. Now going to be guarding number 11 Williams for defense. He'll tip the ball as he tries to go over his head. Austin will give it back. Will give it to Joe. Who will give it to Austin for almost a perfect alley-oop, but that'll be contested, and the, the Trojans will foul the Chargers. Austin Yerian now going to the line to shoot two. I mean, Reuters really just all kinds of confident out there. Says, all right, you know, I've got 12 points. I'm feeling it a little bit. Why not throw a lob? Add, add some passing to the resume. And I think just a little out of the reach for Yerian to get that one to go. Yerian getting some points today. He'll make that first free throw. You know, sometimes it also helps when you know you're not going against a super great team. You know, you have a little bit more confidence knowing you might be one of the best players out there on both sides of the floor. Yeah, he's got a little bit of leeway, some some margin for error where he can just kind of wheel and deal, and he's got it going today. Yerian will miss that second free throw. It'll be 51-33 to with 10 minutes remaining in that second period for the Chargers. Trojans unable to come up with anything after getting that ball back after Yerian's missed free throw. Chargers have the ball. Yerian going driving middle. He'll shoot that ball up, being guarded pretty heavily by Terry there. He'll just fight and wrestle his way to the basket to grab that two points. And some token pressure from the Chargers again. You know, not what we've seen a lot in this game from them, but it it makes it hard for them to get into their offense. Trojans moving the ball as quickly as possible. Rodgers, while driving into the middle or driving down the middle, will get a foul. Unable to tell who that was off of, but the Chargers will have to settle into defense while the Trojans will get the ball out of bounds. They'll inbound it easily at the top of the key. Over to Price. Price kind of being a little bit silent in this second half of the game. Again, one of those key shooters for the Trojans. If they want to stay in this game, he's kind of kind of have to set it up or step it up. 
Smallwood will drive down the middle of the paint. He'll grab another two points. It's now 53-35 to 35 with nine minutes remaining. Chargers still holding on to that hefty lead. Cole kind of taking his time to let the offense set up here. He'll get a small screen from Brown. As he tries to dish it into Austin Yerian, it's batted away. It's going to be Chargers ball underneath the basket. Well, it's, it's easy to get caught up in the moment here and say, oh, Joe's got all these threes. Austin had a little floater. It's the offense that's keeping him in this, you know, this big lead right now. But it really started on the defensive end for the Chargers. Chargers able to inbound that ball pretty easily. Joe able to take a shot that leaves him pretty open, but he will shoot it a little too long. Trojans able to get that ball, trying to get something going. Excellent defense there by William or by Cole now, who will bat that ball right out of Williams' hands. They're going to give it back to the Trojans, but uh, you're kind of riling up maybe Williams and messing with his confidence. Uh, mm-hmm. A player who's kind of commanding this offense tonight. Absolutely, and Coach Tharp was right next to him on the on the sideline <laughs> here, asking for an over and back call. The ref. Honestly, was just not in a great position to see it kind of blocked by the players making the play. I just love how Coach Tharp is everywhere on the court and right in the ref's ear when he needs to be kind of defending his players. Pena will go up for two points. That'll be good. It's now 53 to 37 with eight minutes remaining. Now back at the top of the key. Chargers passing that ball around. They'll give it to Austin Yerian, who will shoot that three-point shot. Another big man who can shoot from the outside, but he'll, this one will fall a little bit short. Trojans will answer with a three-point shot of their own. Also missed long. So now it's back to the Chargers ball. Kyle dribbling that ball right down the court. Left unguarded. He'll shoot it. He'll also miss. Cole grabbing that rebound. They'll dish it back out for a second chance from the Chargers. 10 seconds remaining on the play clock, trying to get something going. Austin Urian will drive off to the right side. He'll fall to the ground as he makes another two points for the Chargers. That's a couple now. Oh, Price tries a three, no good. That's a couple of tough baskets now. Urian pretty silent in the first half. Price able to answer with a three-point shot of his own. Trojans will call timeout. There is Price coming back into the game. Chargers now only ahead by 15 with 7 minutes and 19 seconds remaining. We're going to take a brief break while uh, the teams decide the rest of their game plan. I'm Reagan Genschewski here with Christian Peck-Dimmitt on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Integrity, commitment, love of the game. These traits describe the people high school sporting events can't start without. The officials, they're out there every day giving back to our kids. Let's give them the respect they deserve. Better yet, why don't you become one? Visit the MHSAA website for more information. There's help wanted, just whistle. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Hello, I'm Cole, a marketing major at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Dr. Larry Arn on the definition of true freedom. The Declaration of Independence is more than a bold letter to a British king written by upstart colonists, although it very much is that. The Declaration explains the promise of America, that all men and women are born equal in their possession of natural rights, and that the proper exercise of these rights can lead to a full and deeply satisfying life. Just as the Declaration explains America's promise, 
The Constitution upholds that promise. Its purpose is to protect the rights of all of us, our natural rights. This establishes the possibility, not the guarantee, that we can have a good life. This is true freedom. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. I hate to take you out of that Constitution Minute, but we're here with Charger Basketball. The men's team taking on uh, the Trevecca Nazarene Trojans. They're up 55-14 to 14 with seven minutes remaining. I'm Reagan Genschewski alongside Christian Peck Dimmitt. We got a very interesting game going. It was close at one point. The Chargers starting to break away. Chargers back with that basketball as they're coming out of that timeout. Pat Cartier also back in that game. Chargers will use up the play clock before Cole now will try a long three. He'll miss it. Trojans now with the ball coming down to the other side of the court. Rogers trying to get this offense going in some way. Pena will be inside, but played great defense by Austin Yeri and will just not let him to get anything done. I mean, we've talked about it all game. The defense has been really amazing and really physical for the Chargers. They have just three made threes. They're under 20% shooting from three, or the Trojans. And it's really just allowed the Chargers to kind of break away here in the second half. Chargers with the ball. Great ball movement and spacing will give Golgi two, a very easy two points, but whistles are blown. Too often the whistles are being blown, and I don't know what's going on. It looks like, yeah, they're trying to sub Newton in, and they are able to now. Very weird stoppage. Looks like everyone's kind of confused, but Newton's back in the ball game, and it we, we've talked about it again. It's something that the Chargers have really tried to work on this season is passing, and they Coach Tharp says they're best when the ball is moving, and they, they you know, the, whoever they're playing has to guard them in so many different actions. We're back from that weird stoppage. It looks like there might have been a little bit of sweat on the court that needed to be wiped up as well. Quite a crowd here on a Thursday night. Uh, after that, we're, we're in our first week of classes, so we don't expect too many people to be at the games. Kind of getting a little bit tired. This is maybe the longest week of the year, but there's a sizable crowd here cheering the Chargers on and hopefully a big win. Austin Urian will drive and just quite literally throw the ball up underhand. It'll just fall into the basket. He kind of has a smile and throws his hands up to Coach Tharp like, how did that happen? And how didn't I get a foul on that? I mean, he's had a couple of circus shots go now where he's he's got a lot of contact down low. Trojans with the ball. Pena will go and able, be able to get another two points. It's 59-42 to 42 with five minutes remaining in that second half. Chargers still with that ball, looking to add a few more points onto the board. They'll kind of stack up on that left side of the paint before breaking out. Cartier being the only one who's playing down low. He's being kind of handled pretty roughly down there by Newton, kind of referencing to the ref, like, give me something as the Chargers miss a basket and now give the ball back to the Trojans. Pena will take a three that he'll just completely airball and fall into the hands of Golki, giving the Chargers back the ball. Not much stoppage here in the last few seconds. Golki just had an easy drive there, but knew he was going to be coming and being greeted by a seven-footer. So he'll pass the ball out. Pat Cartier able to take a move on Newton, but 
just won't be able to drip it in, drop it in. I think it was just rushing that one. It, it mm, took him a yeah. while to get it to him down low, and I think that by the time he got there, he felt a little uncomfortable, kind of under pressure to get that shot up quickly. Rogers again looking to get that offense going. Terry desperately calling for the ball as he's being guarded by Pat Cartier, but Penha won't, Penha won't give it to him. Instead, he'll take the three-point shot himself. It's now 59-45. to 45. Chargers still leading with just under four minutes remaining. He's not had a great game, but he's showing you now, you know, why he averages more than 20 points a game. The guy's a bucket when he wants to be. He's just been guarded really well, especially by Austin. And very comfortable all over the floor, shooting Two Trojans and a Charger. That Charger being Cole will fall to the ground. Looks like Chargers are there to pull all three guys up. Cole kind of grimacing in pain. Looked like it just strange as they went up for that layup there. Just contested and, and kind of painful, honestly. Absolutely. I mean, the bodies are flying. We talked about how big this roster is just physically large the Trojans are and when Cole's going down low at him like that you take a hard fall just body to body contact right to the floor can't really get your hands up to you know stop yourself he took a tough one there and then he's got to you know get helped up to his feet only to find out that the call went against him right I mean and and now I'm sure he's not too happy about it in the huddle either do you ever wish that they I, I wonder if they wish that they ever played on like some mats or maybe softer floor because it just hurts I mean you got those shin splints blisters on your shoes or blisters on your feet it just does not feel good I think I think there's once in a while especially for Pat and the guys battling down low you take a hard fall you're like yeah I'd I'd maybe want like a nice mat down here or something or knee pads oh my <laughs> gosh I was 5'8 and the tallest girl on my team and I would be going against these six-foot-plus girls. I don't know what they got to eat as kids, but we did not eat the same things. And I needed knee pads because they would just knock me to the ground. And I, that's, I'm surprised that nobody, I've never, I haven't seen anybody wear knee pads or some sort of brace to comfort their fall. It's probably not cool. No, yeah, I think it, I think it just doesn't look quite as cool. I go back to the, the Kareem Hakeem days back in the 90s and, I mean, the 70s for Kareem, just wearing the knee pads. You didn't care how you looked. You just wanted to go out there and ball. Also, fair point. Trojans with the ball after Cole took a tumble along with two, Trojan, uh, two Trojans. We got Zap kind of leading the offense here. Williams also in and Rogers. Penhay will take that shot. He'll miss it fall right into the hands of Joe who can show that he can't just shoot defend but he can also rebound as well absolutely and I think Pena is just he doesn't have it going today and he's really trying to shoot himself out of the cold street shoot the, the the Trojans back into the game but I think those are ones he's got to pass up Kyle will drive into the paint from the left side he'll shoot he'll be unable to finish that layup on his left Trojans will get the ball back They'll give it back over to Penhayer. He'll miss it. There seems to be a little bit of a fight between Rodgers and Golke for that rebound. They're going to call it a foul. Yeah, a little bit of a scuffle down low. I think just going for the rebound. That's actually going to be a foul on Williams, I think think is what they gave it to. It looked initially like it was going against the Chargers. I'm not going to complain at all. 
So Golke will go to the line. He'll shoot two. Three dribbles, spin that ball. The exact same routine as Joe. I'm, I'm mistaken. He'll shoot one. He'll miss that. Pat tries to give up a fight to grab that rebound, but he'll be unsuccessful. Looks like there's going to be a illegal screen on the Trojans there. They shake their head in frustration, now being down 14 with 2 minutes and 42 seconds remaining. I mean... Uh, you wonder why he's so frustrated. I could have seen that play call from up here. They've run the pick and pop, I think, now four plays in a row. Pena's made, I think, just one of the four, really trying to shoot himself out of the slump. But when you go to set that screen another time, he already just wants to be in that shooting. He wants to get you know, out of the cold streak, so he just doesn't think about getting set for the screen. And sometimes they also see you coming, and you're just like uh, trying to get a body on them and rough them up. Chargers will get that ball. They'll quickly pass it around the key before giving it to Tavon at the top. He'll dish it off to Golke. He'll drive to the middle and pop it out to Kyle. He'll drive almost baseline and go up for the dunk. Three, All four Chargers players running towards him as he takes a fall straight on his back. You know how dangerous those falls can be when you go up for that shot and land flat on your back like that. I mean, we just talked about it. This is a, you know, a battle down low team, and those are those are hard falls to take, especially for a little guy down there. You know, KG's not that big, driving to the hoop, and, you know, he had an open layup, said, all right, I'm going to just jam this. He knows there are, there are a couple of guys that are just so big in this lineup he doesn't want to risk getting a shot block he says i'm gonna dunk it on you gets two free throws kyle let's see has one dribble and a spin of the ball he'll shoot it for that first shot that's made that makes the chargers breaking 60 points here uh with two minutes and two two minutes and 24 seconds remaining he gets that second shot chargers lining up ready to fight for the rebound He'll knock it down with ease. It's now 61 to 45. Trojans will get that ball and really just try to make themselves not look silly anymore. Uh, yeah, I think it's, you know, all out but a hope and a prayer at this point. Up by 16 are the Chargers who have played a pretty complete game, honestly. And you're only at 61 points. It's not like you really outshot them. It did start on the defensive end, especially in the second half. Without a doubt, Trojans trying to get something going on offense because they've just been denied by that Charger defense in this second half. Got quite the lineup in here. Smallwood will drive down the middle before kicking it back out. Zap will take a three-point shot. Trojans bench trying to show some life as they will call a timeout. It's 61-48. to Chargers leading with just under two minutes remaining. We're going to step away for a brief moment. I'm Reagan Genshevsky with Christian Peck Dimmitt on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Students of Hillsdale, the friends of the, of the college, I'm delighted to be here. First time, although I've been well acquainted for a long time with what... Hillsdale News. Step back in time. Listen to the Hillsdale Archives on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. We are here in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. The night winding to an end as the Chargers have less than two minutes remaining in this basketball game. It's 61 to 48. I'm Reagan Genshevsky alongside Christian Peck. Dimmit. we're calling the men's game here. I was 
uh, about to say cheering them on. I think <laughs> that might be like a violation if I say that. Oh no, I think it's. I think we can say we cheer them on. Homer, homering a little too hard. Uh, <laughs> I I would not complain about you know a little cheerleading squad uh, from up here. Maybe cheer little cheerleaders for us. Yes, you know, we could we could use this? some cheerleaders that cheer us on while we do the very difficult task of calling and announcing the game. It's not easy, folks. I'm um, talking yeah. about basketball, watching <laughs> other people work hard. Right. Not sweating at all. Chargers get the ball. Tavon will run the baseline before dishing it in to Pat. We'll give it right back to Kyle. He'll cross the half-court line with a little bit of pressure there from Zap. Chargers looking to get something going. Seem to be running just a little bit of a, a four-out one-in Joe left on the inside. Now he'll pop out as Tavon comes back in himself. Pat going back to where he's comfortable, the inside. He'll spin and blow right past Terry for another two points. Making it look easy. That's 19 points for Pat Cartier today. He really is a video game. It's when, <laughs> when I want to score, I'm going to go score. When I, when I you know, find my teammates for open shots, I'm just going to go do that too. Can they make um, D2 college basketball a video game? And can I play as Pat Cartier? I mean, would you play as anybody else? The guy's Probably making, not. He's making threes now, too. He had two in the other game. He's got one tonight. If if unstoppable is a word, I think Pat Cartier, the little picture of him in the dictionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look it up in the dictionary and you see Pat Cartier. You look up Pat Cartier in Wikipedia and it just says unstoppable and vice versa. I actually have a teammate who donates to Wikipedia, which is just wrong. That's a sin. It's a sin. You can't. That's anyone can edit that, Christian. It's Don't got get, its merits. Okay, listen, Come on no, 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 no. Christian's giving me a look. I'm like, not uh, saying. I'm not saying as like. I'm not going to put it as a source on my essay, but it's it's got its merits. You literally, the first thing you learn, like when you come out of the womb, is you don't cite Wikipedia or believe anything that they say. But they have its merits. Anyways, back (laughs) to basketball. Um, Terry would go to the line to shoot two. He'll make them both. That'll put the game now at 63 to 49 with a minute and four seconds remaining. Chargers will get the ball all on the first on the first half of the court trying to just maybe lose the Trojans a little bit as they're in a full court press. Cole will pass the ball up easily to Kyle. Kyle kind of dribbles out of pressure with the defenders who will dish it off to Joe. Joe at the top of the key. He'll be fouled there by Zap. Trojans just really trying to get the ball back. I guess that's textbook basketball, but at this point... Let's just play a little five on five, no fouls. Come on. Like the longest two minutes. It's like the last few minutes are long for absolutely no reason you're being blown out. (laughs) I mean, I think it honestly speaks more to the the Chargers. They beat that press really well. They did. It's practice for for when you actually are in a close game and you're playing teams where you really need to beat their press. Fair enough, Christian. You've convinced me. Both two points that Joe makes will be good. Zap coming down, trying to command this offense and get a few more points on the board. Uh, Golki will kind of tap that ball away right into the hands of Cole. He'll give it up to Jack. Jack about to take the layup. It'll be contested. He'll dish it off to Joe, who will be able to make that two points. It was almost confusing. I thought maybe Pat had the ball there. I mean, I think 
Jack just didn't realize anyone was guarding him until he's already mid-layup, and he kind of went, yeah. oh, I messed up. I got to drop this off to somebody else. He kind of took a peek behind him and went, oh, shoot, that guy shouldn't be there. Chargers now bouncing the ball. Trojans really not trying to do much. It looks like it's going to be a Charger victory. Bring on that celebration song as the Chargers top the Trebekah Nazarene Trojans 67-51 to home at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. They were very good on the road before coming into this game. The Chargers uh, dropping four games at home this season. But they come out on top, Pat Cartier with 19 points. Joe Reuter right behind him with 17 points. And Jack Golke with 7 points himself. Talk about getting people involved, Christian. Absolutely. And, I mean, it, it, I was a little scared. We were talking about it at halftime. These other guys really aren't doing a whole lot. And all of a sudden, here comes Joe Reuter cashing threes from outside. I mean, the, the other guys did get it going, and it's really, we, we saw it unfold. It's how they were able to break away. And I think if you're Treveca, that Zap kid needs a little bit more time. Not only is he the only one on the team to have multiple made threes, but he has two of the five total made. And I, to be fair, I think that speaks more to the incredible defense that these Chargers played all one through five, all the way down that roster. Chargers also shooting well. They finished with 41.7% in field goals and shot 32% from the three-point line, 81.8% from the free throw line. You'd love to see that number go up, maybe tack on a few more points. But overall, a strong victory and something that the Chargers needed to kind of get back on track. Absolutely. You couldn't ask for a whole lot more. Reagan said it. All four of the team's losses came at home. And Coach Tharp really just said, we, we don't really know what's happening. You can't. You just kind of expect to shoot better at home. We didn't. You expect to put on a, a performance for the fans. They did today, but usually they haven't. And I think this is a nice way they have another home game on Saturday to kind of get into a rhythm, string a couple of home wins together. Well, folks, it was certainly a great victory, and we are glad that you kind of stuck around with us today to listen to it. Again, it was 67-51, to 51, the Chargers topping Trebekah. I'm Reagan Genchieski with Christian Peck Dimmitt. We'll see you back here soon on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.